I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. The Ravens are set to face the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday at M&T Bank Stadium, 3 o'clock. That's the AFC Championship game. This is going to be the biggest game in Baltimore since 1971 in over 50 years. Biggest game in Baltimore, Garrett. And now we know the opponent. Pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, this is a type of game that you really dream about. If you're a fan of football, you're a fan of the Ravens. You've been waiting for this moment. It's it's hard to believe, just given all of the great teams that the Ravens have had here organizationally, that the franchise has never hosted an AFC championship. But it hasn't happened mm-hmm. until this week. So I think that there's... Look, you can feel the excitement. The buzz around town is real, as you would expect. There's just so much interest and excitement, and I can't wait to see what the atmosphere is like. And it's going to be the Chiefs coming to town, which I think is... I think that adds even another layer of excitement to this already, you know, I don't know, this just atmosphere that's going to be incredible. Making it the Chiefs, I think, adds another layer to it. Yeah, when as we said in the post-game reaction podcast, sitting back and watching the other game in the AFC Divisional Round, having already punched your ticket to the championship, is the best feeling. Oh, it's great. It's amazing. Order pizza, wings, whole nine, right? I went back and forth during the game on who I wanted the Ravens to face. <laughs> and and look, I know there's a lot of Ravens fans out there who say, oh, it doesn't matter, give us anybody. And hey, I'm right there with you. right? I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. I said it at the end of the pod. I think this is the best Ravens team in franchise history. And I think they're the best team in the NFL. So I think they should beat whoever comes in. But you still, yeah, I still want... The easiest road. <laughs> I'll, I'll be frank. I'll be frank. Because you know what? That You don't get bonus points for beating whoever. Yeah. You just got to get there. Mm-hmm. I'm not about the bonus points. I just want that ring, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? And uh, so I went back and forth. I went back and forth. And after the game was done and the Chiefs won, I said, you know what? I love everything about this matchup. Mm-hmm. I love it. And look, the Chiefs are a really, really good team. They're, they're playing their sixth straight AFC championship. That speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They were kind of down this year and took some losses that people didn't expect. And people are, what's wrong with the Chiefs and all that stuff? Well, guess what? They're right back in the AFC Championship again. Yeah. Right? And they got they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best, in Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say our guy's the best, but we'll give him one off. Sure. The best. No doubt about that. And so whenever you're playing against Patrick Mahomes, you got your work cut out for you. 
But on paper and emotionally, I love everything about this matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's... I was doing the same thing. I'm sure all Ravens fans were. You go into the game, you're like, do you want it to be the Bills? Do you want it to be the Chiefs? And all of a sudden, the Bills score, and you're like, ah, I'd rather face the Chiefs. The Chiefs score, you're like, ah, I don't know. I'd rather see the Bills. And like, <laughs> right. you kind of have that swing. It reminded me, honestly, of the wild card round, where you're like, uh, do I want to see the Browns and Joe Flacco? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, okay, do I really want to see the Texans? Then the Texans start pouring right, ah. it on. You're like, eh. yeah, exactly. The Browns are looking rough, and Joe's having throwing two pick sixes. You're like, ah, actually, I prefer the Browns. I think that, like, yeah. that same. Seesaw took place in the divisional round watching the Bills and the Chiefs. But I agree with you. Like I I feel like this is the matchup that was destined to be. Like I I like the narrative of facing the Chiefs, the mm-hmm. team that has won two Super Bowls with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They won it last year. They are at the top of the ladder, okay? They are the top of the food chain mm-hmm. in the AFC. And the old adage of to be the best, you got to beat the best, that rings true yep. this week. And I think that from a narrative standpoint, I really love the way that this matchup is set up, going up against them, Lamar versus Mahomes, all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about it just from a, a psychological narrative standpoint first. And I agree with you. To have the defending Super Bowl champions coming into your place, it doesn't get better than that. The Ravens love the underdog role. Uh-huh. They feed into that. I mean, even when they weren't the underdog, and I told Lamar Jackson as much, I said, he's like, we're the underdog going against the Dolphins. I was like, but you're not. And he was like, but we are. And I was like, okay, you know what? You're the boss. Yeah. You know, Going against the defending champions, even if the Ravens are favored in Vegas, you're going against the defending champs. Mm-hmm. So you go in as the underdog, in air quotes. Right? So they love that. The Chiefs, they're 3-1 and one against the Ravens under, in the, during the Lamar Jackson era. I think the Ravens will, will feed on that too. Mm-hmm. Right? Going against Mahomes. Going against Taylor Swift. <laughs> right. Going against both Kelsey brothers now. Mm-hmm. One shirtless, one in uniform. <laughs> you know, all that goes surrounds the Chiefs as the darlings, kind of. The team that gets on primetime TV all the time because they got Taylor Swift in the booth in part. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, in the suite, I should say. You know, all of that, I think, also feeds into this whole Baltimore's the underdog, we're the gritty, you know, look at our celebrities versus your celebrities. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. It just feeds into all that that I think Baltimore thrives in this kind of place. Yeah. Well, look, Roquan Smith, as we've said all season long, he finds any little... Anything. Any inkling to provide to create an edge, mm-hmm. he'll even make up stories. You know, he'll make up a story about, about, even though I don't think he actually did, but the whole thing of Jacksonville talking about bullying the Ravens. Like I right. never even heard that. It was that, like a he, minor <laughs> clip that like somebody he said offhanded. Yeah. Like it was like their punter was talking about this or something. Yeah, but he'll find anything, and so I am sure that all week he's going to be telling these guys, you know, the NFL doesn't want to see you guys in the Super Bowl. The NFL, the 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 yeah. Yep. The media doesn't want to see us in the Super Bowl. They do. They want the Chiefs, the media darlings. This yep. is a team that has been been there multiple times. Like they don't want to see us there. Let's go ahead and ruin the party. Exactly. Like I'm sure that's going to be a message that Roquan Smith is delivering over the course of the week and probably during his pregame speech right. in the on the field. And look, like the Ravens, regardless if it was the Bills, the Ravens were going to have some narrative <laughs> and they were going to be locked in and they were going to be amped up. I mean, if if you don't get juiced up for the AFC championship game, then what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of to the Mike Florio's point, right? Yeah. Like, do you, if you need this stuff, you've already lost. Well, no, that's also not how it works though, because <laughs> the, even athletes at this level, any extra edge that you give them, 
it just it just fuels them even more, right? They, they are already locked in, all that stuff, but they just feed off of that stuff, and I do think that it's real. Yeah. It's real. It gives them a different edge on game day. Well, anybody who watched like the Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary noticed in hearing from Michael Jordan, like he would find any little edge, yep. perceived or real, yep. and use that to his advantage. And I think that this this team, especially on defense, has a lot of that same stuff. Mm-hmm. I think on offense, I don't think I honestly don't think Lamar Jackson is thinking in those terms as much in terms of this is the, the Mars focus darling, doesn't change at all. His his focus, I think, is much more just on him. And no matter who the Ravens are playing, that he feels like, I need to be locked in. It's my time. I need to go do everything I can to him get to this point. Him and the point. team. Right. It's like, I need, to, I need to get us to the Super Bowl. I need that Super Bowl. I need to get us there. Yeah. Oh, for sure, it doesn't. Cha- I think the the opponent, nameless, faceless opponents to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I, I, at this I don't think it matters to him that piece, but the I defense. do think the defense will use the narrative stuff a little bit more than the offense will. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And and look, I like it also on paper. I, I think when you look at the matchups again, the Chiefs are a really good team with a lot of really good players. But I look at I look at Patrick Mahomes and say. Is I think he's a better, probably much better to what degree you want to say version of C.J. Stroud. Like I think they're kind of cut from the same cloth. These are guys that move really well in the pocket, avoid sacks, generally speaking, avoid making mistakes, know where to go with the football, have a great arm, can put it anywhere. Right? They're not as much of a, a threat as Josh Allen would have been with their legs, mm-hmm. but they, you know, Mahomes certainly I think more than Stroud can get loose on you a little bit. But like to me. That's kind of the makeup that you're facing. Whereas Josh Allen is a different kind of quarterback altogether. He's a tank. You have a lot more of a threat of the quarter design quarterback run. It's a different kind of challenge against Josh Allen than it is Mahomes. Now Mahomes, I think, is just you certainly could say he's a better quarterback than Josh Allen. Yeah. Right. Um, but like I just think for the Ravens defense, I kind of like going against Mahomes in the style in which he plays. Yeah, well, Mahomes, I mean, look, Mahomes would probably be a Hall of Famer if he decided to retire today. He, right, he's the wild card in this whole thing. Yeah, Mahomes, that's what scares you. It's like, Mahomes said, can go going, off at any time. As I We've said, going it. into the Texans game, like the thing that, that gave you confidence and scares you against the Texans was C.J. Stroud because he has such a high ceiling and exactly. he, can, he can heat up and he can be a great player. Precisely. But he was a young player going into his first road playoff game. Mm-hmm. Mahomes, the thing that scares you is that he's been in these situations every single year. He's played at the highest level. He's certainly not going to be intimidated or afraid of the stakes. And he also has been the best or one of the best players in the NFL throughout his career. Exactly. So, like, betting against Mahomes has not been a good thing for a lot of people <laughs> over the course of his career. Mm-hmm. I do think that this is a different Chiefs team, and I, I also think that betting against the Ravens' defense has not been a good thing for people throughout this year. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's in terms of like what you don't like about this matchup. It's Mahomes. It's the fact that you got to go up against the, a multi-time MVP who's won multiple mm-hmm. Super Bowls and is a great player. That's yep. the thing that is. That's the challenge that this defense has to deal with. Yeah, I think also the Chiefs' defense was one of the best in the league. Uh, throughout the season, they were second behind the Ravens in points allowed per game. Only the Ravens were better, uh-huh. so they're good on defense. Now the Bills moved the ball pretty well last night. So, but I don't want to be deceived into thinking, oh, this Chiefs defense, you, you're gonna, you know, the last time the Ravens and Chiefs faced each other, it was 36 to 35. Mm-hmm. I don't expect that to be the final score yeah. of this game. The both of these defenses are significantly better than they were back in 2021. Yeah, I agree. And so. The Chiefs' defense has playmakers. They're banged up. 
they they had Willie Gay left that game with a neck injury. Uh, they had a safety leave the game early with a concussion. They're banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, offense, Joe Tooney, their all-pro guard, uh, suffered what's reported to be a pec injury. Whether he'll be able to play at all, he's almost certainly not going to be 100%. You know, that's another storyline entering this game. They're definitely more banged up, I think, than the Ravens are. The other thing I like about this matchup from a Ravens perspective is I think what has the chance, what could give the Ravens offense issues is edge pressure. And that's, I think, the Texans brought a lot of blisses. Uh, The Ravens adjusted in the second half and handled that really well. But those edge rushers from the Texans were concerning to me. And it caused problems in the first half. That was part of the reason that the Ravens scored 10 points in the first half, and we were all like, ah, feeling a little nervous at halftime. The Chiefs don't have the edge rushers that the Texans do. That's not how their defense is really built. That's not the strength of their defense. Mm -hmm. They have Chris Jones in the middle, who they can put out on the edge, and he's a handful. But he's a defensive tackle who moves outside Maybe at the end, it's not, at points. He's, he's he's just a matter of BK. I mean, very similar, more like that, certainly. S- similar, style and they can player. line him up in he different can, spots. He can, get, he can get pressure on, but the it's not those speed edge outside no. linebackers, right? It's not TJ Watt. It's not Miles Garrett. That's Ex- not how their defense is built. Exactly. And so I like it that from a Ravens perspective, they have some really good cornerbacks: Trent McDuffie, uh, Snead on the outside. You know, but this Ravens offense right now, with as many weapons as they have, like I'm not, I'm not too concerned with a, a lockdown corner taking away one guy okay even if you are able to take away one guy here's four more that are going to make plays against yeah. you right like the tight ends I think could do some damage who does McDuffie match up against I like the matchup of of Kyle Hamilton perhaps going against Travis Kelsey here's a big body dude tight end kind of matchup guy right on offense for the Chiefs it's Travis Kelsey and then some unproven dudes who have had troubles with drops well I mean the 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 Kyle Hamilton is here to defend Travis Kelsey, right? I mean, that's like uh, do a lot more, but like right. when you when you draft Kyle Hamilton and you say this is a versatile play, you can move him all over the place, he can cover tight ends all over the field. You're thinking there could be a playoff game where it's Ravens Chiefs and yep. he has to match up against Travis Kelsey, who's a Hall of Fame tight end. Exactly. Well, it's here. Exactly. This is this is the moment for Kyle Hamilton, who's been it, who was an All Pro player all pro this year. Season. He's been excellent All Pro season. Now you got to go up there and limit, shut down Travis Kelsey, which is not an easy task. But I think that Kyle Hamilton is built for that. I mean, he's got the size, he's got the speed to run with him. I think that the Chiefs, you know, with the Chiefs offense, I think from a pure matchup standpoint, Kyle Hamilton will be great at running with and limiting Travis Kelsey. But I think that similar to how Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson have this this connection where they always know where the other's going to be, Kelsey and Mahomes have the same thing, maybe even to a, to a greater level. And their ability to just find the openings and know where know where the other's going to be is what makes them so dangerous. And so I think that like from a pure matchup standpoint, I think Hamilton will be really good against Kelsey. Yeah. I think that when broken plays start happening, that's something that this defense is, defense is definitely going to have to watch. I think the thing that that was though that I, I saw a lot of that against the Texans, right? CJ Stroud yeah. was often rolling out. And looking for somebody down the, the field. The Chiefs are better at it, though. The Chiefs I, are better at it. Exactly. That's the thing, is that Mahomes has completed that a lot of times. Now, he's completed fewer of those once Tyreek Hill wasn't yeah. in Kansas City, right? Tyreek Hill was a difference maker. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been as good at doing that. But still, when you have a guy that's on a broken second play, other than Lamar Jackson, that you're like, oh, gosh, this is a tough assignment. What's going to happen here? He can pull something 
He could pull a rabbit out of his hat at any time. Yeah. That guy's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, totally. And and like Kelsey, I think there was a lot of talk this year about, is this guy looking like he's his best days are behind him? Well, then he goes out there in the divisional round and scores a pair of touchdowns right. and looks like a pretty darn good player. So, you know, I, I think that people are probably a little quick to write him off. And the other thing about this team, and this is, I think, part of the challenge here, not too great for the Ravens to overcome at all, but part of the challenge going up against the Chiefs is that they are a team that's been there, done that. As we said, they've been to the AFC Championship. This will be the sixth straight year. So if it's a tight game in the fourth quarter, they know... It's basically what happened against the Bills on Sunday. It was like that game was back and forth, and all of a sudden, guess who ends up winning it at the end? Old Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, right. ho-hum, here we are in our sixth AFC Championship game mm-hmm. in a row. And that's what I think you, there is something to be said for knowing what it takes to win in the playoffs. It's hard to quantify what does that really mean, but like that team has it, and they've done it, and mm-hmm. I think that that's, like, that's the edge that they have on for the sure. Ravens. It, the edge that the Ravens have, or I think that they're just better on both sides of the ball and can just roll you which is like we talked <laughs> exactly which we talked about in the post game press in our post game pod when both sides of the ravens are clicking when off the offense is clicking and the defense is clicking nobody can stop the baltimore ravens yeah nobody yep they're just better than you and so when both are going like they can get up on you really fast and that was without turnovers yeah. they start getting turnovers yeah it's over it's lights out yeah and and so like i i just think I have a lot of respect for the Chiefs. They're awesome. I have a lot of respect for Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. I mean, we didn't even talk about the coaching staff. Andy Reid's one of the best coaches of all time. Spags, Steve uh-huh. Spagnuolo, their defensive coordinator. He can always, he'll bring the heat. You know, he'll, he's tough. That defense is tough. But I think if the Ravens, the Ravens are going to focus on them. And if they play their best game, they will beat the Chiefs. And I don't think it's going to come down to late in the fourth quarter. Right. And if you avoid that, uh, and if it's if you're up big in the fourth quarter, then that whole thing of been there, done that kind of changes. So It's going to be rocking, too, at the bank, too. That's the other thing here. Patrick Mahomes earlier this year, I don't, if fans forgot this, on the Manning cast said there's two places that he's played in his career that were a problem, noise-wise. Where he had to go to a silent Where count. he had to go to a silent count. That was Seattle and Baltimore. And you think Baltimore was loud in 2021. Wait till it's the biggest <laughs> game in 50 years. Yeah. They're going to be juiced up. Yeah, totally. I, I, I do love the attention, I will say, as a little side note here. And I think that it is very well earned that MT Bank Stadium is getting on the national stage for how great the atmosphere is. Mm-hmm. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck were talking about it uh, during the broadcast. During a podcast leading up to the game, Derek Henry and Taylor Lewan were talking about how incredible the atmosphere is. I think there's everyone's kind of no, Pat catching McAfee's on. Talking Pat about McAfee it. has talked about it multiple times this year. Everyone is catching on to the notion that M&T Bank Stadium is as good, if not better, of a game day experience of anywhere else in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for teams to come in here and play. You saw that with the Texans. Five false starts and a delay a game penalty. Yep. The M- MT Bank Stadium forced more false starts, more delays delays of game than any other stadium in the NFL. The crowd noise is a real factor, and teams feel that. You see it. Mm-hmm. And, and this will be Patrick Mahomes' second road playoff game in his career. He just won his first right. well, that's in Buffalo, thing. which I'm sure that place is pretty juiced up too. And they use that whole narrative to their advantage going into that game. Yeah, you well, can't now win it's on the road. You narrative. can't win on the road. Yeah. Can't win on the road. Well, it loses some steam. You did it, <laughs> yeah, you did yeah, it the first time. Old it's news, the second old time. News. Old news. Exactly. So, so I, I think um, I just think that it's it's been fun to see the bank getting a lot of attention, and it's going to be an awesome atmosphere. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll give you some news updates from John Harbaugh's press conference on Monday. Good sleep.
sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. You're listening to the Lounge Podcast, and we're coming to you from the SeatGeek Studio. Also, we want to give a shout-out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. They've got an offer running right now. You don't want to miss it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new user, you can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code is FLOCK at DraftKings. You need to be physically present in Maryland and at least 21 years or older to play. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or call 1-800-GAMBLER. BGE is all about small businesses being the backbone of Maryland's economy. In partnership with the Baltimore Ravens, BGE is investing in communities across central Maryland, helping small businesses continue to thrive. Be sure to visit www.bgenow.com to learn more. Whether in court or on one, Beverly Winstead Esquire is a tenacious leader. As the leader of Winstead Law, a black and woman-owned business, Beverly and her team are deeply committed to the community's needs. With the help of BGE, Winstead Law can further focus their skills and talents for the benefit of their clients across Baltimore City. In terms of updates from Harbaugh's press conference, let's hit the injury news. Mark Andrews did not play in the divisional round. Seemed like maybe there was a chance, but ended up not being activated. The expectation for him this week is to practice. That's the hope John Harbaugh said. And if he's good enough to play, he'll play. Did not give any clear indication yeah. on the broadcast. John Harbaugh's not making any declarative statements yeah. about injuries. On the on the broadcast, you know, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck did indicate that, you know, they, in talking with the Ravens, it sounded like there was real hope that Andrews would play in the championship round. So 
Hopefully that's the case. Right. I think that basically, if Mark was a full participant at the end of last week, if he practices two straight, fully... Two straight days. Yeah, if he practices fully throughout this week, I would be surprised if he doesn't play. Right. But his practice status will certainly be one to monitor throughout the week. Agreed. Then the other one is Marlon Humphrey. Again, John Harwell didn't really tip his hand there. Said, over the course of the week, it sounded like he's going to practice. John Harwell said, over the course of the week, it'll kind of show itself. You know, his availability will be made clear by how much he practices. Yeah. Nobody, you know, he talked about how badly Marlon wants to be out there playing. Uh, and so anybody who ever doubted that is just, you're just, yeah. whatever, you're were, were people wrong. doubting that? It's just people, just people <laughs> on social media, you know, uh, chirp, whatever. Yeah. People chirping. Um, Marlon wants to get back out there really bad. The good, the, really the positive news for the Ravens is that Ronald Darby has played so well stepping uh-huh. in for Marlon Humphrey that it's not an urgent, oh my gosh, you know, situation. Ronald Darby targeted four times, gave up two catches for 28 yards, had a pass break up on the second play of the game that kind of helped set the tone a little bit for the Texans. who went three and out on their first uh, series on offense. So Ronald Darby's playing really well. John Harbaugh talked about that. But, of course, you want Marlon Humphrey out there. I honestly wonder, (laughs) let's just say, fingers crossed, that both Marlon and Mark Andrews are able to play. Mm -hmm. If the Ravens activate them and they basically get a limited snap count. Uh, Yeah, for sure. And it also, I thought where you were going to go with this is, I'd be interested in seeing Marlon Humphrey against Travis Kelsey a little bit too. Yeah, that's an interesting. You know, one. I mean, I, you don't want you don't want to lock Kyle Hamilton into one position. That's not who he is. You want to be able to move that guy around. I, certainly, I think he'll have his one-on-one reps with Travis Kelsey. But with the way that Darby's playing, can you move Marlon Humphrey inside a little bit? He played in the slot a fair amount, uh, his highest percentage of the year against the 49ers and Debo Samuel. Debo is a much different player than Travis Kelsey, but the physicality that Marlon plays with could be a good matchup also. Yeah, that is interesting. And and I said for like Mark, you know, could he get, say, first game back, give him 15 to 20 snaps? Mm-hmm. It could be third down, could be red zone, that type of situations. I wonder if m- there's a similar approach with Marlon. Maybe it's, you know, because he's coming off a catch and it's <laughs> like, you know, Again, it will depend on how he feels, and I'm just guessing. But, like, are you ready to come back from a calf and play 70 snaps? Right. I don't know. I think that that will depend on how he progresses over the course of this week. But maybe you you work him in um, in some situations over the course of this week. And speaking of of tight end and Mark coming back in a potential limited role, Isaiah likely just continues to prove that the Ravens (laughs) offense is doing quite well with him. Oh, Isaiah likely has been he's been a beast. He's been dogging. He, he really has, and I think he could take like I, early in that game he wasn't getting much action. I thought that getting him involved helped the offense open up a little bit. Sure. Obviously, he had the big touchdown. The um, stiff arm, stiff arm stiff was arm a great due play. To like, another dimension. Yeah, like, like the stiff arm kind of got lost, but that was a great play. Yeah. I, I think that likely is likely is somebody who at this point has established himself as like, let's get likely rolling. Let's yep. get him the ball. You want the ball in his hands and good things happen. Yeah, agreed. And then on some other notes from John Harwell's press conference, talked about Justice Hill being a, a difference maker, really raved about Justice and the job that he's done this year. Uh, he continued, you know, a lot of attention on Dalvin Cook, and understandably so. I think he's a good player. It's exciting to have him here. And the Ravens were fortunate to be up big and able to give him some snaps late in that game. His first carry went for 19 yards. Looked pretty darn good. But let's not forget, Justice Hill it has really kind of become the Ravens' lead back at this point. Uh-huh. And he's running very well. Yeah, totally. Do you have any other points on the presser? Because I have an email that I want to read. The other, only other one was John Harwell talking about, speaking about running games, Isaiah Pacheco. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the way he runs for the Chiefs, I think so much attention gets put on Patrick Mahomes that you forget that they've been a pretty darn good running team this year. Yeah. And Pacheco runs extremely hard. Um, he he's the dude's fun to watch play. He just is because yep. he just is. He's the energizer bunny. He just goes and he goes full speed all the time. Yeah. Now I think Roquan Smith goes full speed all the time too. <laughs> and so I'm looking forward to that collision. Yes. That's going to be a high speed collision. And uh, I think that'll be another thing that gets this Ravens defense a little fired up. Yeah, totally. So as always, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We always love reading your emails. This is one that got my attention. The headline, the subject line was sleeve gate. <laughs> This so I, I mentioned I mentioned in the post game podcast on Sunday that on a very cold night, very cold day, temperatures, wind chill in the single digits, that I was impressed that Lamar Jackson went no sleeves. Okay, you kind of made it like one of your lead points. It you was like, on my lead. You point. led with that. That said, was your biggest takeaway. That was not from my game. biggest takeaway. I just said <laughs> I thought it showed his how locked in he wasn't going to let the weather deter him at all, even as a Florida guy who does not like the cold. And by the way, in the interview that I did with him after the game, I said, what are the emotions of winning this game? He said, cold. Uh, that was the very first thing that he said. But anyway, this email from Sam says, hey, Ryan and Garrett, I got to give Garrett's sleeve gate point. To, I got to say that that point was an all-timer. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Steve's got the Lamar sleeve stats here. He yeah, I love through. it. He went I love back it. through. He said, I think Lamar has worn sleeves twice in his career at Kansas City as a rookie and at Buffalo the following year where he ended up taking him off at halftime. So one and a half times. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to say that this point is invalid. The cold weather in this case and the hot weather in seasons past has never had an impact on him, though. Uh, but to say his lack of sleeves proves his toughness is funny. Uh, has he not proven that already? I think the key is laughable, really. It's what he wanted to say, but he was trying to be respectful. <laughs> uh, however, this is the best part. You know, he said, however, I got to give Garrett's, uh, got to give Garrett his flowers for the crisp dap with Lamar following the postgame question. That was clean. So thank you, Sam. <laughs> You've been working that. on that? Yeah. We've you and Lamar do have good chemistry on the dap. Yeah, we've been working on that. You know how guys have their, their handshakes? Right. That's the next level. So we're going to we're gonna finish one no, of the postgame I don't, interviews I don't even and then do the whole no. extended you handshake. You are way too goofy for <laughs> Extended we're, handshake, we're my gonna, friend. We're going to work on that. Keep it, keep it clean with clean depth, <laughs> all right? Um, but as always, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We're going to have a guest for you coming up later this week. Um, it is, it's going to be busy. There's lots of attention. It's the AFC Championship. There's four teams left. It's exciting. And, and uh, it's exciting. So we are really excited to bring you content throughout this week, so stay tuned. Also head over to the Ravens Press Pass podcast feed for all of the press conference availabilities throughout the week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you again soon. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.